and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So it's summertime here in Toronto, and we have had an amazing summer this year. And in the summer, I tend to opt for lighter reading. You know, I read less intense business books and more lighter fiction. Today, I want to share one of my favorite books with you. Sometimes it's nice to give your brain a little bit of a break and read something lighter. You know what I mean? So I'm also a big fan of reading books over again. You know, either a year after you've read them or a couple years after you've read them because I always find that you get something new out of it or you read it in a different way from a different perspective. And so one of the books that I'm reading this week is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Now, I'm sure that some of you have read this book and love it, so this might be a little bit of a refresher of some of the lessons you've learned. And for those of you who haven't, well, you're in store for a treat because this book is such a gem. And it'll help you decide whether this book is right for you or not. And I'm going to pull out some of my favorite passages. So as I'm reading this book, I thought it would be fun to share some of these highlights with you this week. So the four agreements are very simple life lessons, but they're very important lessons. So here's a look at the four agreements. First, be impeccable with your word. Second, don't take anything personally. Third, don't make assumptions. And fourth, always do your best. Now, I'm gonna take you into each one of those agreements, but first, I wanna start with a story. So I want to give you a heads up that this story actually sent chills literally down my spine. And I have crazy things happen to me all the time. You know, the universe winks at me regularly and you'd think that things like this wouldn't surprise me anymore, but they still do. And I still love to be in awe of how the universe works overtime to match people and places and opportunities in miraculous ways that is beyond anything that our own simple minds could conceive. So when I hear of stories like this, it reminds me that I am absolutely on the right path and that my vision of building a community of conscious entrepreneurs is becoming a reality. Like it's really actually happening. And you are a part of this. Do you even realize that? You might think that you're just here randomly every week listening to an episode, but you're not. When you tune in to listen each week, you're actually helping us to build our global community, a community of people who share your beliefs and your values and your passions, a community that will circle back and help you someday because you're going to be matched up with someone somehow exactly when you need it. And this story 
is a perfect example of how we're all really starting to come together. So I'm going to take you back to February. I took a little workation in February and when I went to San Diego, my original plan was to go there for a week to get out of Toronto during the winter and do a bit of networking while I was there. But the reality was that my workation ended up being an intensive. It was a whole week of content development. And I spent that time to really develop the content and record the videos for Retreat You. But it all worked out as it was meant to. And to try to keep a regular routine, I went to a great yoga studio in Point Loma called Elka. And I took all my morning classes there and I got to meet all kinds of amazing teachers. And I loved this studio. It was beautiful, fantastic variety of classes. And they've got a gorgeous outdoor studio with the silks. And so it was really cool. So I know we all look for different things when we go to a yoga studio. What I look for in a studio might not be what you look for in a studio. But the most important thing for me is authenticity and kindness in people. I want to be in a studio where people are warm, where the teachers really care, where they remember your name. And it's what matters to me those things are important rather than being in a place that feels fake or too pristine. And so I want to send some love to Elka and Anna who are so amazing and so welcoming and to all the teachers at the Elka studio because I know if I lived in San Diego, I would want to practice there all the time. Anyways, so fast forward to about two weeks ago, I received an email from the lovely Alicia Leadham, who has been listening to the podcast for a while now, and she was curious about my mastermind program and had a few questions about it. And we had a good chat exchanging emails back and forth. Now, Alicia is a yoga teacher and a coach, just like me, and she's building her Zen Babe tribe, and she recently moved from the Midwest to, guess where? San Diego. And about a week ago, she emailed me with this story that gave me chills. As she'd been settling into San Diego, she'd been connecting with some of the studios in town and potentially running workshops with them. And she happened to be walking by Elka Studio and on a whim, just casually dropped in to check it out. And she talked to them about running a workshop. She ended up connecting with one of the studio owners on Facebook later that day. And as she was going through her profile, guess what? She came across a post that she had shared of mine that I made when I was there in February. How's that for a sign? I tell you, the universe works in very divine ways, doesn't it? Sometimes we're kind of just wandering around in life, looking for signs, and then something like this happens. Amazing, isn't it? And these kind of signs happen to everyone, but only some of us believe in them. And some of us have our eyes open to seeing them. So Alicia, I want to send a huge thank you for sharing your story, for reminding us about our community and how we are growing and connecting. And I am so excited that you join my mastermind group September because it's going to be a very wild ride and if any of you want to get in touch with Alicia maybe check out one of her workshops or you live in San Diego and you just like hanging out with really cool people 
I've linked up all her contact information and email in the show notes. So let's dive into the four agreements. The first agreement is be impeccable with your word. Be impeccable with your word. Meaning, speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid speaking negatively about yourself or about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Now, this one is a very simple lesson, but a very powerful one. I know it's a good reminder for me. I know I often get wrapped up in saying things as social norms, like, When someone asks you how you are, you just respond with, oh, you know, I'm good. How are you? But you might not really be good. You might be tired or overwhelmed or sad. Do you ever say, yeah, hey, let's hang out soon. But even though deep down inside, you have no intention of ever spending time with that person. Being impeccable with your word means saying what you mean and meaning what you say. And it applies to our spoken word and our written word, too. There's a great example of this in the movie The Intern with Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. I watched this a little while ago. It's a super, super cute movie. So she plays the CEO of a thriving startup company. And because he's bored in retirement, he joins her company as part of a senior internship program. They match up retired professionals with young executives to share their sage advice, right? Anyways, there's a moment where Anne Hathaway's character is rushing and really, really busy and multitasking with two different phones, and and she accidentally sends an email to her mom that was meant for someone else. And in that email, she was actually complaining about her mom. And as soon as she sends it, she's horrified and she starts panicking. And so she gets her team to try to figure out how to recover and recall that email, but they can't figure it out. So then what does she do? She sends her team to go and break into her mom's house, find her laptop, and delete the email. So it's a super cute movie, definitely worth watching. But you know, that's how they fix things in Hollywood. But I know we all don't have teams of people to run interference for us like that all the time. So as crazy as an example as this is about having to delete a rogue email, there is another solution, an easier solution, one that takes less time and energy. It's to never, ever, ever write anything about anyone that you wouldn't be comfortable saying to their face. And then you get to live worry-free. You don't have to worry about anyone ever finding out what you said about them or hurting their feelings because you're only ever choosing to say things that you would say to their face. Telling the truth is easier. It's more efficient. And you get to live with a clean conscience. So when you find yourself in a situation that is complicated or you have to deliver some bad news to someone, remember this little gem. When in doubt, tell the truth. And that's a great tweetable, so I'm going to say it again. When in doubt, tell the truth. And the truth is just more efficient, isn't it? If you can't tell the truth for morality or out of integrity, do it out of efficiency. 
Because when you lie to someone, then you have to keep track of that lie and make sure that you tell other people the same lie. And then you have to keep a running inventory of all the different lies that you tell. And then you have to index them and manage them. And, you know, lies always seem to get complicated, don't they? I mean, sometimes we find ourselves lying to back up a lie. And then there's multiple layers of the lie. And then the truth gets so buried so deep under so many lies, we don't even know what the truth is anymore. So telling the truth is just efficient. In yoga, we talk about a concept of ahimsa, meaning nonviolence. And people translate this in many different ways. I've always loved the interpretation of not having violent thoughts. And most importantly, I want you to practice this with yourself, not only for others. How often do you find yourself being critical of you? Either criticizing your reflection in the mirror, judging your body, wishing you looked like someone else, maybe being hard on yourself for a mistake you made, or for really wanting to do something but being held back by fear. Do you ever have negative or critical thoughts about yourself? I hear some people just being outright violent with themselves, especially with their physical appearance, and this breaks my heart. If this is you, ask yourself, what would it be like to treat yourself with the same respect that you give others, to be as kind and loving to yourself as you were to others? What would that be like? I love this perspective about complaining and talking about others. It is impossible to complain about someone without becoming them in some way. And that's a really rich concept, so I'm going to say that one again, nice and slow. It's impossible to complain about someone without becoming like them in some way. And this is a great reminder that when we're being triggered by someone about something that they do that we don't like, It's often something that we see in ourselves that we don't approve of. Often there's a mirror to our shadow selves. And this is why personal growth can't happen in a vacuum because our relationships with others are such a critical part of it. So the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. Don't take anything personally. Nothing that others do is because of you. What others say and what they do is a projection of their own reality. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Isn't that beautiful? Now, I don't know about you, But I've noticed lately that a lot of people are really getting addicted to external validation. And what I mean by this is that they're looking for people to tell them how amazing they are, people outside of themselves. And I think this is something that we're all predisposed to, but social media just heightens it in us and it really turns up the dial because we can quantify and measure it. It always feels good and nice to have someone say something kind to us. But with each post we make or picture we post or comment, there is a constant measure of whether it is good, bad, right, or wrong. And I think we tend to take that personal 
we tend to see the number of likes and shares that we receive as validation and feedback about who we are. And this is a really slippery slope. And no doubt it becomes one that people get addicted to. I I get it. Now, I want you to have such a strong and clear self-awareness that nothing that anyone says or does can ever have an impact on you. I want you to have total clarity on who you are and love who you are without the validation from others. Sure, if others love you too, that's awesome, but that should be just the cherry on top. I also believe that this reliance on external validation is a really big cause of anxiety. It's like a constant roller coaster that we're on with really high highs and really low lows. Now, in this second agreement, don't take anything personally, it's particularly important for entrepreneurs because you might encounter people who don't understand your vision or don't really believe in your dream. And you might hear no all the time, and it's tempting to let that discourage you. But remember that your no's are always directly proportionate to your yeses. And if you hear no from someone, it's not personal. There could be so many reasons why they've said no to you, but it isn't any reflection on your worth. So agreement number two is don't take anything personally. Agreement number three, don't make assumptions. Now, I don't have a lot of memories from high school, but there's a couple gems that I do remember, and one of them was when my business teacher wrote on the blackboard in big, bold letters the word assume, A-S-S-U-M-E. And he wrote it out with a slash on either side of the U in the middle, to break out the A-S-S from the M-E. To create three separate words and his cute little mantra was, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. And then he just stood there smugly at the front of the room. (laughs) And truly, none of us 17-year-olds really looked all that impressed. It was as if this was his highlight of his year. This was his favorite lesson that he got to teach and share this gem of wisdom. But, you know, I have to be perfectly fair. I guess he did have an impact on me because I still remember this more than 25 years ago. But making assumptions is a very dangerous thing. And we often do it subconsciously and we don't even notice. We make assumptions about people's actions. We make assumptions about what we think people think about us. And I see this all the time, especially with entrepreneurs. They're scared to do something because of how other people are going to perceive them and how they're going to perceive their actions, which is silly. And you know why it's silly, but I'll remind you why it's silly. Because what other people think of you is none of your business. Now, my good friend Jen has a perspective on this. She actually taught me to always believe that people have positive intentions. Because even though we might not like someone's actions, we might not like something that they do, they might have actually had really good intentions. Intentions to help us or to be kind. But it might not have actually been what we wanted. 
So the reality is that things get lost in translation. So rather than carrying something around or getting upset, just check in with someone. And this is a great reminder of the meta skill of presencing. This is where we name what is going on, either from an emotional perspective, or we name someone's actions. We tell them what the impact of their actions were. And then we ask them if that's what their intention was. So agreement number three, don't make assumptions. And this leads us to agreement number four. Always do your best. Always do your best. And I love, love, love this one. Because you know I love moving people to action. Because we get frustrated and anxious and unhappy in life when we really deeply desire to do something, but we just can't seem to make ourselves get there. And when we get frustrated in this place, we feel stuck. Now, the best way to get unstuck is to move to action, to do one tiny thing in the direction of your dream. And this agreement will help you combat the paralysis of perfection, which is when we have this mental block from starting something new because we have such incredibly high standards for ourselves and we're worried that it won't be perfect the first time. So we want it to be so good and so awesome and so amazing, we stress ourselves out so much that nothing ends up happening at all and we don't even get started. So to combat the paralysis of perfection, we need to remember this agreement. Always do your best. That's all you can expect of yourself. Do your best. We're very rarely perfect at something the first time we do it. That's the whole magic of life. That's the fun is that we get to grow and develop and learn and gain confidence along the way. You know how we're always talking about life is a journey. It's not about the destination. Well, this is what it means. This is the perfect example of that, isn't it? The journey means stepping up and being brave and doing something that is new without being perfect at it, without being an expert, without a guarantee that it's going to go the way that you want it to. This is the journey. The journey is the uncertainty. As Deepak Chopra says, uncertainty is your path to freedom. And with the fourth agreement, always do your best. This is a great time to remind you about the golden rule of raw entrepreneurship, which is that done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. So whatever it is that you are struggling with or stressing over or procrastinating, just remember that done is better than perfect. And remember agreement number four, always do your best. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on the four agreements. I'll recap them for you right now one more time. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. I hope you enjoyed this episode and feel inspired to shift something in your life. Maybe go out and pick up the four agreements yourself. And a quick reminder that August 19th is the deadline to apply for one of my mastermind groups. You have two more weeks to email me your application. 
So if this is something that you're interested in or you're curious about, please send me an email. Don't be shy. Don't wait for a tap on the shoulder or personal invitation. I want to hear from you. Join us in September and really hit the ground running. Oh, and a special thank you to Sandra, to Michael and Navneet for being on Conscious Business Cafe last week to talk about episode 43 with me, having a growth mindset. They did a fantastic job and it's a great discussion. They had so many gems, so much wisdom and I love how I just threw them all in there together. None of them knew each other, but they had this really great dialogue. Here we are expanding this community already. So Conscious Business Cafe is one of my new experiments that I'm trying out where I do a live video chat on that week's podcast topic. And I invite a few of the community members, aka you, to join me on the chat and give me your perspective. So if you want to check out the video, you can find it on my Facebook group. And for those of you who have subscribed to my newsletter, you get the link to the video in this week's newsletter on Tuesday. So I'm going to do another Conscious Business Cafe with episode number 45. And if you want to participate in that, send me an email or subscribe to the newsletter. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it. Mm